0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Authentic Life Design Podcast. I am so happy to be saying this sentence. My name is Vihra and I will be your host in this little corner of the internet. If you know me personally, you know that it's been a huge journey and a challenge to start this podcast. I've been planning it since (laughs) a couple of months now, but I think perfectionism and also self-doubt were standing on my way for a long time. However, this idea has been building up and up and up Um, so I reached the point where today I just sit on my computer. I made myself a cup of tea and here I am. I pressed record and really wanted to bring this first episode here to start everything rolling. My intention with this first episode is also to set perfectionism aside. So bear with me. I hope that you're doing well, no matter where you are in the world. I hope that you're feeling comfortable, you have a cup of coffee or tea, or maybe you're on a walk. And yeah, let's spend this next couple of minutes together. My intention here with the first episode is just to tell you a little bit more about myself, to introduce myself, what I do, and more so um, what is my go with this podcast? What are the topics that I want us to discuss here? So yeah, get yourself comfortable. I think the first thing that people do when they introduce themselves is uh, telling them their names. And if you don't speak Bulgarian, you probably find my name pretty weird. Vihra in Bulgarian means whirlwind. And with time, I started identifying myself a lot with this world. Um, World? Mm, Word? (laughs) Yeah, I think the... Word warwinds describes me pretty well as a personality and also <laughs> how I function in this world. I am born in Bulgaria in a family of professional sporters, but somehow didn't chose the um, sport path for myself. With 16 I started dancing, and I think this was the moment where I found expression through movement and kind of liberation for myself. I started hip-hop dancing in a studio called The Center, and I had my crew there. I had a, an amazing sense of belonging, uh, having a community, um, and also doing something that I loved. Um, and I also think that these years saved me a lot from just with being busy uh, and being in the dance hall pretty much 24-7, um, drinking alcohol, and I... What I liked most about my years there is that it wasn't only about dancing, it was also a lot of self-finding or figuring out the world and expressing it through movement and dance. So yeah, this was a really big part of my life. But then I got to 12th grade, and a lot of questions started coming in from my family and also people around. So what do you want to do? What education do you want to start in university? And back then I remember that I really liked psychology. It was really my favorite subject in school. However, I didn't get accepted in the Sofia University with psychology. And uh, in high school I was studying in a German high school, so somehow my brain back then said, okay, if they're not taking me here, then I'm going to go abroad. which. Now, reflecting back, I must say that it was a very good decision, Um, even though it was very impulsive. I haven't had gone to Germany before. I didn't know where I'm going. Um, I remember that I had to choose between universities in Munich and in Berlin, and I ended up studying media and communications in the Free University of Berlin. Uh, This was 2014, I think. Oh, my God. And being in Berlin, I remember that when I was... um, the first time I was flying there, first I didn't know anyone, um, and the first two years was a big of a struggle. I think I didn't understand it at that point, but it is hard to be at a new place, not knowing anybody, really not speaking the language. I mean, even though I was in a language high school, I guess a lot of you know that there are it, there is a difference between understanding a language and speaking a language. <laughs> so I was very silent for like one and a half year years there but yeah let's go back on this 10. Why am I saying this Berlin was a big part of my life still is but being there in my 20s early 20s shaped me a lot as a person and gave me such freedom to explore who I am to explore what the world looks like um, who I want to be and also being away from family and friends here it had a lot of downsides but I, I think one of the positive sides was that I was able to really start anew and build my life the way I wanted it and I was really happy to meet incredible people there, uh, people who inspired me um, and helped me shape the life that I have right now. So as I said I went there to study media and communications and this was my bachelor but I had a lot of free time around my um, university time, so I, at some point I started bartending to make a couple of like extra cash. I was working in a co-working space for two years called Better House, which really shaped my idea of work and showed me that you can do what, you, um, what your passion is, and it doesn't always have to be 9 to 5. Um, I met a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of freelancers, and really opened up myself to this kind of living. I organized a lot of festivals. I was really searching what I like to do and also what I can do. So I experimented with everything from um, hosting people uh, on the front desk of a co-working space through working in the marketing team, uh, doing a lot of social media work and copywriting. As I said, I stand uh, behind a couple of festivals, organizing events, a lot of community building. And through all of this time, uh, I remember that my friends and my family were really confused what I do or at some point they started asking okay but like what do you (laughs) really want to do and what is like the long-term plan because I was uh, constantly jumping from one thing to another and I think this is a really um how do you call it a thing that signifies (laughs) me or describes me really well I've always been this kind of curious person that wanted to try out things and see different things and for many people this may have looked chaotic back then but I'm really thankful I did that because this was a huge part of my self-finding and understanding what I'm good at what I like doing and what I don't like doing I think in 2019 after graduating from my bachelor's I didn't want it to jump directly in a master thesis um, so I found a design thinking program uh, in Potsdam, near Berlin, also in Germany. For those of you who don't know what design thinking is, I think I'm going to do a like whole separate episode on that. But it's one thing that shaped my mindset so much. It's a methodology of bringing innovative decisions to the world, um, which sounds complicated, but it really is something that, um, to me, back then, taught me how to work in teams, how to facilitate, um, how to have a really open mindset towards the world and all of the challenges and, um, I guess, yeah, problems that you might uh, find both in your personal or professional life. So, um, where we're at, 2019, after my bachelor's, I'm doing the design thinking program um, and a really key moment back then uh, was that I, bumped into a book called Designing Your Life uh, by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. And these two are applying the design thinking methodology on um, personal life challenges, mostly helping graduates understand what they want to do, who they are, what are their strengths and how to orientate themselves into the real world, so to say. And I got really inspired because somehow this particular moment for me connected all of the dots of me being interested in psychology and spending so much time in personal development and also uh, reading all of the self-help books that I've ever <laughs> stumbled upon, um, going to yoga, developing this kind of spiritual side of myself, um, believing that there is a purpose in your life and stuff like that. So. In this moment, I knew for myself that I um, want to coach and I'm ready to, to start doing that. Back at that time, I felt really uncomfortable with the term coaching. And I know that still it brings up a lot of questions around people. How do you coach when you're just 26? Uh, what exactly coaching is? How is it um, connected to therapy and stuff like that? But yeah, I... I think I'm gonna tap into that uh, just in a while. Um, but how I wanted to end this whole <laughs> story of mine and the journey that I took uh, on is that I believe it's not so much about what you do as an activity, but more what you bring to it. And if you ask LinkedIn, <laughs> you're gonna see all of this information about me. Um, if you ask astrology. Um, you understand that I'm Pisces, that I have Sagittarius rising. And I think this, yes, I do believe in astrology. And I'm going to probably talk a lot about it here on the podcast. Um, and I also think that this is a lot of what makes me me. There, I am an ENFP um, from the 16 personalities and the Miles Brick test. I am a person who really likes self-expression through words, through dance, through movement. Um, I love deep conversations with people. And I pretty fast go on deep topics with People. I guess all of these things brought me to the place where I am right now, uh, tapping into myself, understanding who I am, what I want to do, connected with, with what I can do and what are my strengths. Since 2020, I am back in Bulgaria. Um, I made this (laughs) very scary decision for me uh, to come back. Back then I didn't have any plan. It just really felt right as a decision in my intuition. And this is also something that really makes me, me. um, I think, is that often I jump into the unknown and this might sound very romantic when I say it like this. It's scary, but. I also sometimes feel like I don't have another choice. So very often in my life, I do big leaps or changes and I jump into places where I really don't know what comes out of there. What's the next step? How is this going to turn out? But as I said, I'm really connected to my intuition and I learned how to trust it with ears and so that things pretty much often (laughs) are turning out for the best in situations like that. But it really takes courage and I think trust in the universe, even if you want to know that things are going to work out from there. So 2020, I took the decision to come back in Bulgaria with no plans, started a couple of jobs. None of them worked out um, because it was the whole COVID situation. The world didn't know what to do about it. And this is my place in the internet where I talk about... Hmm life design, authenticity with people. What I do is that I help people to tap into their most authentic self, as I like to call it, and live in alignment. This may look in different ways, but it's all around understanding who you are. Um, In transitional phases, being able to understand and navigate for you what is the right decision to make, where do you want to go. It's supporting people into making changes for their life, And how I do this is currently through one-on-one coachings. I also have a newsletter since recently where I write stories, I share a little bit more about my personal life experiences and lessons, and I have this podcast. I'm planning to do a couple of workshops in the upcoming year, but let's see how everything turns out. Authentic Life Design is really the place where I gathered all of my knowledge and everything that I've learned through coachings and mentorings and all kinds of seminars that I've um, attended to help people live a little bit more truly to themselves and understand that they always have a chance to make a change in their life. Because I think that this is something that sometimes we forget and we get into a comfort zone which might be really healthy moments or it might get you stuck um, into a job into a relationship into I'm a really big preacher of the fact that happiness is not just something that comes to you and hits you and you're lucky enough to have happiness (laughs) in your life Um, I believe that happiness is work and it's what I mean by work is to understand who you are what makes you happy what doesn't make you happy what are your boundaries what makes you feel fulfilled, um, what makes you feel, I don't know, that there is a sense in this world, um, and doing more of that and prioritizing that, speaking your truth, being very true to yourself and very honest with how do I feel? Do I even um, live enough time in my daily life to check up with myself and see what emotions are coming up? Can I really articulate these emotions? Do I know what does it mean to feel sad, to feel um, happy, to feel joyful, to feel pleasure, to feel yeah in flow. I think it takes time for you to understand yourself and your emotional world and also having the courage, as I said, to speak your truth uh, both to yourself and to others, uh, to your partners, to your friends, to your family. And another part of uh, what I do is supporting people into creating their work life in the way they want, either if it's starting an idea that they have and they want to build up in the world, or if it's a business um, and they need uh, branding or market advice on how to put this into the world. Um, as I said, uh, I started Authentic Life Design in March and ever since I've been working with, I haven't counted them, but I guess around 15 people. Um, and it's been really beautiful to see how many great ideas came into the world, how many people felt more empowered because there was a second person um, validating for them that they are worthy of living um, a more happy and fulfilled life, that um, the idea that they have is possible and that they can do it. Um, I truly believe that sometimes it just takes another person to believe in ourselves and to give us a little bit of navigation, maybe the right questions, maybe a little bit of structure. Um, to end up where we want. Um, and even if it was a huge jump for me back then in February um, to start this and to believe that <laughs> it's meaningful, I'm really, really happy that I did it. And uh, what is really beautiful for my life too is that um, for my work, is that living my journey and developing this business, um, sharing my truth. Um, Also feeling more comfortable in who I am, uh, sharing my story is really the lessons that I also need in order to bring to help people too, uh, because many of them are pretty much walking the same path, just a couple of steps forward. And yeah, it's been amazing. Maybe before transitioning into the podcast and more information around that, I want to still clarify a couple of terms that people ask me about when it comes to authentic life design. Um, Maybe the first thing is what is coaching? Um, I think that people still have a little bit of a trouble of um, positioning it and understanding it. It is not therapy, even though it has a couple of like similar, how to say, uh, practices, but mostly what i do is i'm not preaching a particular lifestyles or answers that are true for anyone in this world it's more about setting aside space for yourself to have the conversations that you need and uh being asked where do you do you see yourself in a couple of years Um, where do you what are the things that you want to accomplish before um your (laughs) lifetime ends (laughs) um this sounds dramatic what is meaningful to you, um, what are things that you still feel um, you're carrying, like pains that you're carrying with yourself and forgiveness that you probably need to give a couple of people in your life in order to live more freely. It is having a deep conversation. It is having a plan on how to tackle the goals that you have. For example, how I, how I work is that um, we all, always, with my clients, have an orientational call. Um, in which I like to tell them that I'm not a certified coach or a therapist. I'm self-taught in what I do, and I'm just speaking my truth here and sharing all of the skills and the knowledge uh, and the wisdom (laughs) that I've been gathering throughout uh, these years. And if I see or they know they have um, a particular condition, um, I suggest them uh, seeing a therapist This is also something that I really want to normalize more, Uh, peeping, peeping. (laughs) people going to therapy and checking their emotional state uh, more often because I think we all go through dark and hard moments in our lives. And first of all, you don't need to do this alone. Second of all, there are professionals who are there to help you solve your problems. Um, And it really just takes you going out of your ego and uh, letting someone help you it's not something to be afraid of, it's not something to uh, be ashamed of, it's just normal. So yeah, coaching is let's say the (laughs) little step before that or the little step that um, just makes you open up more space for um, asking all of these questions and speaking your truth. Life design Yes, it is a made-up word, yes. (laughs) Um, I think before uh, calling myself a coach, as I said, I felt really uncomfortable with that. decided that what resonates a lot with me is being a life designer and I realized that there are like the people that are proactively shaping their life and not being this kind of passenger of the circumstances of their life this is who I call a life designer and the act of choosing the right things for yourself and being unapologetically you is what I define as life designing and also of course applying certain tools and methods to do that including design thinking, but I don't, don't um, only work with design thinking in my practices. I think what I see a lot is that uh, people are scared, to be honest, and not only with the people around them, but also with themselves, which is the most troubling me. In order for you to be able to change your life, in order for you to know where you stand, you need to... Um, Be capable to be honest with yourself, um, to understand who you are and also express it with the world. Throughout my life, I realized that I'm really drawn to people who are very authentic. This also has empowered me to be more and more myself. um, And I only see positives around tapping into your truth, understanding who you are and bringing it to the world. um, Through who you are, through your everyday life, through what you do, through what you create as an artist, if you are one. So, yeah. I think these were my keywords. I'm gonna take a sip of tea before jumping into the next topic. Oof. To be honest, it doesn't feel so uncomfortable to be talking here, but but I'm also really used to talking to myself, so I guess <laughs> that's why it feels like that. Um, Jokes aside, I actually don't want to lead alone this podcast uh, and have so much solo episodes, but more um, having guests and discussing different topics with them. But before that, why uh, did I start this podcast? Why why am I starting this podcast? I'm a talker. (laughs) I think this is the first thing. I uh, am a sharer too. I really like sharing uh, experiences, things that have inspired me, Um, and ever since, I don't know, high school, I think this was the moment where Facebook emerged, and I started sharing a lot of statuses there, Uh, then Instagram came, I started sharing a lot on Instagram, for some reason, I guess I'm just (laughs) this kind of generation, but I always felt really comfortable and inspired to share with others, and I had different mediums to do that. I've started a couple of blogs already. I have my newsletter finally. Um, And this is just another channel where I would like to open up all of the topics that I um, talk on with people and with my clients, um, the topics that I'm coaching more or less, and all of the things that I believe in, like for one, because I think they're important. And I know that there are a lot of people who need to hear this right now in this challenging times of COVID and what is happening with the world we are in a transitional phase and a lot of things are changing Um, our minds are challenged a lot our belief system too so I wanted to offer a I don't know chit chat place uh, for people to find some kind of support or anchor or anything to hold on to because topics like self-finding and how to tap more into your intuition, how to understand yourself more um, and really make this kind of um, separation of all of the things you, sh- you feel like you should do from society, from your family, from your friends, from yourself. Um, and what is your must, as I like to call it? What are the things that you really, really want to do? How to navigate this? Um, speaking on topics like fear like imposter syndrome, uh, like past wounding and forgiveness, also topics like entrepreneurship, self-organization, how do you navigate life when you're a freelancer or when you want to start your own business, what does true communication means and feels like, how do you truly communicate with yourself, with your partner, with your friends, all of these and probably a lot more. I wanted to offer these, I don't know, topics, lessons, whatever you want to call them, um, to all of the people who feel feel interested because I, um, I know that coaching takes a lot of self investment, uh, even financially, um, and there is still ways to connect and to inspire through other channels. So even if you're not ready to jump on a coaching journey or um, really intensely work on all things authentic life design, um, yeah, there still can be a place where we can chat, where uh, I hope a beautiful community can be built. um, And yeah, I don't know how regular the podcasts are gonna come out. Um, Also currently, I am jumping very soon on a journey of three weeks spent with my father in Nepal. Um, so, as my newsletter is coming out every month, in the end of every month, I will try to at least keep one episode a month. Uh, this is my commitment for now. Um, I also feel like from time to time there are going to be like shorter versions and chit chats that I'm just going to record on my phone and put them here uh, for you. So. One thing I want to say before ending this is that your feedback is incredibly important for me because it's going to help me navigate this uh, both from topics and what you would like to hear but also what is interesting to you, what's not. Yeah, anything, really. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find me on Instagram at authentic.livedesign. You can find my website in the show notes here. And... Yeah, I think, more or less, I covered all the topics that I wanted. Oh, okay. I want to leave you with... What do I want to leave you with? Just a question of where you were one year ago. Try to remember end of October 2020. How did life look for you? Who were the people around you? Close friends? Surroundings? What did you do? Professionally also. And how many things have changed from since, <laughs> since then? I'd like to leave you with um, the idea that every decision that we do is shaping our life, um, no matter in which life sphere. And this is how you end up having the life that you currently live. So, maybe spend some time thinking of: Do you need to rethink or re-navigate some life spheres? Are there any different decisions that you would like to to make? Yeah, that's it. Let me know what came out um, if you feel like, and I'll see you in the next episode.